to invite you guys into a very personal testimony for me. Um, if I could only share one snippet or one testimony of what God has done for the rest of my life, if I just had to pick one, it would be this one. This one is so dear to my heart, and I just feel like this one is just so unbelievably powerful and really just gives the best example of what the Let the Children Fly is all about. And so my daughter at the time was about five years old, and she had spent a series of days and nights at a friend's house. And, you know, I checked in with her throughout the time. She was having a great, a, a great visit with her friend, and everything seemed to be going well. But when she came home, I just sensed, you know, come on, sometimes we just know that something is off with our children. We can't put our finger on it quite yet, but we just know something's going on for them. And um, I saw it right away, and with about, within about five minutes, she said to me, Mom, we need to talk. So I thought, okay, this is awesome that it's coming out right away. And so we started going back to my back bedroom where we were going to visit, and I just, the Holy Spirit just started speaking to me, and he said, Lisa, your reaction is key. And I thought, oh, wow, that's code word for she's going to drop a bomb on me. And so I was bracing myself, and um, she, I was holding on to her and cuddling with her and, and just encouraging her to share what was going on inside of her heart and what had happened. And um, she begins to tell me that earlier that day, the friends that she was staying with went to another friend's house and they were having a barbecue. And all the adults were inside and all the kids were outside. And she begins to tell me that somebody had come to her and exposed themselves completely sexually and was very aggressive with my daughter as far as what she needed to do to them. Wow, that was a bomb indeed. And I am so thankful that the Holy Spirit went before my daughter and prepared my heart because there was absolute fireworks going off inside of me as a mom as I was listening to my daughter share that. It was heart-wrenching. It was hard. It was difficult. I felt, um, I felt really scared. And um, so I just assured her that I loved her, that I was not mad at her, that she didn't do anything wrong, but that it was her job to... Um, really be brave, that she needed to be super brave and she needed to um, relive that by telling me every little detail of what happened. And I told her, I said, baby, I said, if you keep any of this part, in, you cannot keep any part of this inside your heart. You need to get it all out. We'll take it all to Jesus and it will be okay, but, but your job now is to get it all out. <laughs> Excuse me. That was hard. Um, and um, so she begins to tell me. She begins to tell me with tears just streaming down this little girl's face. She was just distraught. And she said, Mom, she said, um, I was so scared. She said, I was all alone. She said, you weren't there for me. and so-and-so wasn't there for me. I was so afraid. And I just want to stop my story right there to tell you the anger that rose up within me as I'm listening to my five-year-old daughter saying this. That is a bold-faced lie from the enemy that she was all alone. She was a wall away from a house full of adults. All she had to do was yell. All she had to do was to assert her voice, and she would have been rescued by humans. Humans would have come out. But that's the nature of the enemy, is he entraps us, our children, in scary situations, and then he whispers to us, you're all alone. 
That is not true. We are never all alone. Anyways, I just felt anger as I as I realized that she had that the enemy was speaking to her in that moment. And so again, I just reassured her, baby, just let me know what happened. Talk to mommy and tell me what happened. So she begins to say, you know, I was all alone. You weren't there. My so-and-so wasn't there. And she said, so I asked Jesus. Mm. We have practiced and practiced and practiced going after hearing God's voice. I've taught my children that he is the head of this household. And so we need to give him room to speak more than just at Christmas and Easter. How does he feel about spending the night at a friend's house? What does Jesus have to say about this? What does Jesus have to say about that? We've given him a voice in our home. We've given him a voice in our family, in, in, a, in our lifestyle, in our choices, in our decision-making process. He is the head of our household, and we've gone after this. And here my daughter is, in the time of need, asking Jesus what to do. Come on, this is glorious, you guys. And so I said, I asked her, I said, well, what did Jesus tell you? And she said, Mom, and she said it was like he was mad. And he said, this is inappropriate. And I said, baby, then what did you do? And she said, well, that's what I did. I, she's standing here in the presence of somebody exposing themselves. And she rises up like a lioness at the age of five. And she says, this is inappropriate. And it aborted everything. I just want to encourage you guys today that teaching your children how to hear God's voice is a lifeline for what our children are dealing with today. Religion didn't save my child that day. She wasn't old enough at that time to be able to flip through a bunch of verses that she had memorized in her brain. Yes, verses in the Word are our foundation and are so important. But in that situation, my daughter needed a living God. She needed a real connection and relationship with Him. And she needed to know, have a real solution to the problem that she was facing. And He is faithful, and He showed up, and He saved my daughter that day. So just be encouraged that God does want our children to fly today.